welcome to another episode of the Quest Me Podcast, where we take you on a quest through legends and new canon. My name is Josh, and I'm your forever host and friend. And of course, I'm here to talk about all of the fun Ahsoka predictions and, uh, I don't know, previews, I guess. Um, but of course, we can't discuss all of that without my lovely co-host and, like I said, slayer of knowledge. His name is Phil. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I am great. Um, I am so excited to be back in the saddle, as they say, um, and, and ready to talk about some Star Wars, for sure. Hell yeah. Um, and of course, we can't do this without at least a third person. Um, unfortunately, our resident hero, Justin, couldn't make it tonight. He is out doing the hero thing, saving lives, all that stuff, so... We brought in a newly frequent quester. His name is Ro. He's from the Scarif Podcast. How are you doing today, sir? What's happening, everybody? Glad to be here. I'm so happy that I said yes to tonight. I was thinking it was like going to be like uh, maybe next week, a Saturday, a Thursday, a Friday. But <laughs> you're like, oh, no, I, I failed to mention it's tonight. I'm like, yes, I'm in. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Ro said yes to the mess. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. Yeah. And uh, originally we were actually supposed to talk about the third book in the Hand of Thrawn series tonight. Uh, we were going to do our last command review. Uh, but, again, Justin couldn't make it. And he's the whole reason we're reading those books because he's never <laughs> read them. So, um, Ro, should I remind him that that's not actually the Hand of Thrawn series? <laughs> Go for it. I wasn't going to say anything. I'm a guest. <laughs> Hand of Thrawn is the duology that comes after. My bad. <laughs> fact, fact checking. Fact checking. That's well, why Phil's here. That's, that's why Phil's you, here. Yeah, you exactly. Bring me on for book information. No, man. thank you. Thanks for, for reminding me of that. Um, I need to go delete every single tweet that I have posted about the Hand of Thrawn trilogy. <laughs> Um, speaking of tweets, you can find Quest Me on Twitter. Oh, I wouldn't do Facebook right now, but Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that. Just search Quest Me Podcast. Uh, my Facebook got hacked last oh, week, yeah. and it's it's oh, gone. Yeah. So the Quest Me page is still Someone up. Someone took off and nuked the site from Orbit. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, the Quest Me page is still there, <laughs> but I can't do anything with it. So, uh, I mean, you can follow it and stuff. But there's not going to be any updates anytime soon. So, what, what kind of uh, what kind of enemies have you made there, Josh? I What's going don't on? Don't know. Uh, according to Facebook, it's people in Vietnam. I I don't know. Yeah. But but it is what it is. So uh, follow us on Twitter, and I would say Twitter and TikTok are the best places to follow us, and YouTube, because that's where we go live all the time. We have a smart so. we have a smart Alec in the uh, chat that says he's never heard of Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of people in the chat. We got uh Amanda, uh we got Andrew, we got Extra Star Wars. That Do I know? Do we know that person? Our uh our personal uh Red 5 network uh techie guy and oh, okay, Sean okay. over there at Extra nice. Star Wars. Nice. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, What's up? Yeah, it's great to have you guys in here. We are excited to to go into this whole preview um but before we but do first. we always have a fun little segment <laughs> yeah 
Yes, it's a bar far away, and we are talking about what we're drinking tonight. So, Phil, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, so, I call this one a Tatooine dream. Okay. It's ice water. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> a Tatooine dream? Uh, no. That's, that's but, the best but. name for ice water, I think, ever. <laughs> uh, but, in all seriousness... Uh, I actually have something that I just came up with earlier tonight. So I have one planned for when we do our uh, last command uh, recap. But I had to scratch that for well, yeah. reasons. And of course, so we'll and of course you're going to be later. around for Ahsoka a lot. So like, oh, of course. Yeah. So there'll be some other so things. So this, this is uh, something I have uh, named after our favorite Padawan from back when she was one. Uh, I call it Snips. Huh. Oh, nice. Uh, it is blue curacao and vanilla liqueur and orange juice. Uh, so it's... Um, not too strong. Kind of sweet. Not too strong. Yeah. Kind of sweet. Uh, but uh, could develop into something, could, you know, eventually become more. Yeah. Very nice. It has potential. I'm just drinking a, what is a pineapple guppy or something? I don't know. I there's this. You found pineapple beer. Yeah, it's it's an IPA. It's fine. It's fancy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's this. <laughs> there's this liquor store that was. Uh, it used to be a, a Toys R Us. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yay, capitalism. Good old Nebraska turned it into a liquor store, and uh, now they have like all the. You remember like the giraffe and all those animals from <laughs> Toys R Us? They're all hanging out in front of liquor displays now. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, that's kind of amazing. But yeah, so uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's pretty simple. Just those three things, just equal part, equal parts of each one. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure that the recipe goes into the show notes if y'all want to make one yourselves. And as always, drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first like four times we did that segment, <laughs> Phil didn't say drink responsibly. And then, it... and then I realized, hey, um, maybe I should, you know, say something and not just come across yeah. like a raging alcoholic over here. Little yes. disclaimer, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Little disclaimer, little disclaimer. It, it looks Helen, like Helen has been. <laughs> Helen handbasket, yeah. It looks like Roe over there is uh, drinking a rum and coke. Well, it's uh, it's a little iced tea with uh, rum and uh, a nice uh, mixture of uh, coconut liqueur, I call it. Debbie does Dantooine. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. That's wonderful. <laughs> a little Star Wars. That's uh, pretty good, there. bro. But that's great. All of us are drinking some sort of fancy little drink. So And we're and we're doing it responsibly. Yeah, responsibly yes. in our house. I am not driving. I'm not driving either. I have a new backdrop behind me. It's not a green screen <gasps> anymore. There's actual Very stuff nice. back there. Very nice. I yeah, have yeah. my same backdrop, but that's okay because I'm still playing. Uh, a lot of Tears of the Kingdom. Which is, man, I beat that game and put it down. I was like, nope, I'm done. 250 hours, I'm over it. <laughs> no, no, so, I got all the light roots, and now I'm tracking down all the rest of the shrines. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, Good luck. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm playing completionist. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Something that I'm not over yet is Star Wars and Ahsoka, <laughs> and I am really excited to get this show on the road like it's what eight days away seven days let's away something it, like that yeah. um i single digits yes yes which is perfect and i have a feeling it's gonna be a really really fun ride um we're kind of 
getting our version of in my notes it says the hand of thrawn but clearly <laughs> i know that that's not right anymore but we're getting like our live action version of that thrawn trilogy from back in the day um i think this could be the series to rule our all series if if you know what i mean the one to kind of dump all the fan service into the one to most likely make or break the disney star wars run would you guys agree with that or am i off base here you know for me i'm always i'm always excited to experience new star wars until i experience it and <laughs> It, you know, it is what it is. And then it's and then it, dependent on your expectations. Right. But, one. you know, it's, you know, I mean, look at my backdrop. I love Star Wars. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm always happy to to accept what's new. I'm excited for Ahsoka. I'm excited for, uh, you know, now that I've seen the trailer from Celebration for Acolyte, I'm kind of a little excited for Acolyte. I'm excited for Skeleton Crew because it's it's new Star Wars. I mean... You know, that, that it's as simple as that. Um, will it be good? Well, you know, the the jury's still out. Let's hope it is. I'm always hoping that Star Wars is going to be good, um, and we'll we'll see what happens. I'm intrigued by Skeleton Crew. Yes, me too. Like that that just kind of baffles me in, in its existence and like, and in, and in its secrecy. We have not yeah. had any leaked anything. No no details. No leaked images. No synopsis. No announcements. And we've we've barely seen the cast, right? Um, so it's it'll be it'll be interesting. I you know I, I hope uh, you know it's funny now with social media. I mean, a lot of people are complaining that the trailers for Ahsoka really have kind of showed you everything. Um, they've revealed a lot, uh, and it, it's one of those things that I personally wish that they would have kind of cut back on because it's always great to be surprised when you're watching the damn show instead of knowing what you're going to get, you know, before you even, you know, start the run. So, um, and that's, you know, that's not a, a problem with, uh, star Wars in general. I think a lot of studios do that with their trailers. It's like, sometimes, you know, you get this two and a half minute trailer and you already know exactly what's going to happen. You know who the villain is, you know what the outcome is. And it's like, why even bother going to the, see the movie? You, you cut it down to two and a half minutes. Yeah, and uh, Amanda says she wanted to be surprised by Anakin, and they yeah. showed that. I get that. So, just Wait, with Anakin, with be oh my god, just with Anakin <laughs> being in uh, Obi Wan, I mean, they were filming that and Ahsoka at the same time. So, yeah, the, I think. Look for for me, I kind of knew that was going to happen already. I was like, well, Anakin's absolutely going to be in this in one way or the other, um, but. As far as your points on the trailer revealing too much, I don't think they've revealed a lot at all. Okay, um, okay. Personally, I and this is something that I do during our shows, during our runs. Um, usually, whichever episode it is that shows the last bit of any trailer we've seen, I make sure to mention that. And I think Mandalorian, it was episode four, was the last time that we saw anything from any trailers, and then everything after that was yeah, new. Yeah, and we um, we got into that pretty like the last like half of the season. Right. Any trailers that we saw from Obi Wan, I, I believe we didn't see any footage past Episode Three or anything like that. So and and we didn't. I don't remember seeing Leia at any point in any of the promo stuff for no. Obi Wan. No. So um, 
So I, I think mean, what they've shown us is probably only up to at the at max episode four or five. Yeah. Um, anything after that, I don't. I don't think we've seen yet. I, I would say that most of the stuff from the trailers and the footage that's been released is probably from episodes one through three. Yeah. Yeah, and and conversely, I mean. Who didn't know that this live action Ahsoka was going to be the next season of Rebels? You know? <laughs> oh, so, I did. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, we, we can kind of surmise what the story is going to be. Obviously, looking for Ezra, looking for Thrawn. We get Thrawn's mention in, you know, the, the Jedi uh, episode in, in Mando. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of information out there that fans can kind of just kind of fill in the blanks and kind of, you know, do some lucky guesses. Um, and as I was telling Amanda, I did see an image today that kind of, uh, confirmed to me at least, uh, of the identity of, uh, of that, uh, inquisitor that. Oh yeah. Likes. Yeah. So <laughs> don't tell so me we, cause I, I want to be some local, we have some local theories. I don't want to yeah. be spoiled on that. And, and I do have a huge theory on that later. <laughs> um, and whether I'm right or I'm wrong on that theory, listen, if I'm if I'm right, I'm gonna I've saved all of my receipts and I'm gonna go shit on anyone that ever told me I was wrong. And that but, would be me because I remember that post. I'm like, nah, get the fuck out of here. But if I'm wrong, it's not gonna change my opinion on anything. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's mm -hmm. it's all in good fun. All these theories and things are all in yeah. good fun. Um but yeah. Because we're normal because we're normal adults who can separate that from Exactly. Exactly. Well. I mean I have I have like a four-page book report on how I thought Ray and Poe were brother and sister after Force Awakens came out. Like it was, yeah. I have this huge, huge theory on that, and that was clearly wrong. Well, I mean, to be to be fair, they were you know writing those as, as they, they went, went along. <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. Um, but you brought up any of those theories could have been true. Yeah, uh, Ro, you brought up this is being Rebels season five. Um, I actually took a poll in one of my groups. Uh, on Facebook that luckily let me back in after I got deleted. Um, but I, I asked, is this going to be a standalone Ahsoka show or is this going to be Rebels Season 5? And uh, out of 40 votes, it looks like 92% of people think it's going to be Rebels Season 5. So Yeah, he left the thread wide open um, when we got that last shot in the, you know, at the uh, at the mural and and Gandalf the White Ahsoka exactly Ahsoka the White. I mean who who didn't know that we were going to continue that story? Um, I think it's great that it's going to actually happen in live action mm -hmm. uh, with with uh, you know real actors and stuff like that. So that um, that'll be that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I think Dave Filoni obviously has has done a, an amazing job um, curating the stories in you know, the, uh, the animated versions of star Wars. And I think, um, you know, this will be his first, uh, foray into, you know, kind of really controlling the narrative when it comes to these characters. And these are, these are characters that he has, you know, created, uh, obviously from the get go, uh, with the help of, uh, Mr. Lucas and, um, it should be, it should be a fun ride. You know, obviously I'm, I, I've been very critical of, of my star Wars, um, lately. And but, we've been burned um, before book of Boba Fett looking at you. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we'll definitely, you know, I'll, I'm definitely ready for the ride. And, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm hoping that it's, I'm hoping that it's good. 
Yeah, I think I think we're all hoping that it's good. And I want to bring back up your Anakin thing too. We were, we were talking about Anakin being in this and how it was kind of spoiled. Um, now that we know Anakin's going to be in it, do you think he's going to play a big role in this, or do you think it's going to be more of a flashback role? No, I th- for me, I think it's going to be a flashback. It's not going to be, uh, they're not going to play a big role. I think if you have, you know, they're going to use the same excuses as they did for The Last Jedi. And every time <laughs> I mention that, I have to take a drink. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. they, they said um, if we bring in Luke Skywalker with all the other characters, then it turns into a Luke Skywalker show. Anakin is such a huge character that I think they're going to use that same excuse. You know, they're going to use him lightly. They're going to use him as as the flashback. We heard the audio of him, you know, training Ahsoka. And I think that happens, you know, obviously in, in the past. So we, we get a, a little glimpse of of the two characters, uh, you know, together from when we, you know, know them as animated characters, which is cool, but I don't think he's going to play a large role. Um, you know, people were saying that, Oh my God, Anakin is back as a force ghost. No, he's, he won't be a force ghost in this. You don't think so? Not at all. No, no. All right. I know a lot of people were kind of upset about that too, that they were like, why would Anakin show up to Ahsoka and not to Luke exactly. as a force right. ghost? Although Anakin did show up to Luke as a force ghost when he first became a force ghost in Return on of the An- Jedi. So. On Andor, yes. Yeah. But what were you going to say, Phil? Uh, I was just going to say, I, I think at most we'll maybe see him in one episode. Okay. As far as like actually seeing him. Yeah. Just, I mean, for one, just how much of actual Anakin did we see during Obi-Wan? We saw uh, a, a good, a, a little bit, I uh, guess. As, a good little a, a bit. A little bit. It was, it was yeah. a good amount, but yeah. it was a little bit. And, and I think we might see one episode that features him pretty heavily, mm. but just given the story structure... Uh, the way that these episodes of other 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 shows so far have been framed, um, I definitely think we'll see I, less of him. I think that a lot of fans would want to see. <laughs> I think I, I think we'll see both. I think we'll see a little bit of Force Ghost and a little bit of flashbacks, um, but it won't be very much. And I would I would even I wouldn't be surprised if anakin is one of like the first scenes we see in episode one where ahsoka's having mm-hmm. a dream and it's a flashback or something like that sure um mm-hmm. yeah, but i i that. think and, they'll and use him sparingly still, for sure yeah we could still potentially hear you know more anakin. Some of the, yeah, yeah we could hear more than we see yeah um we've got uh, there's a lot of lot of options for how they want to handle it and it also depends uh, on on how much they want to harken back to old Star Wars and to Clone yeah. Wars and Rebels. Because if this is like just a standalone Ahsoka show and they're just focusing on Ahsoka, then we could see a lot more Anakin and a lot more flashbacks mm-hmm. because he's a huge part in her life. But if this is a Rebels season five, then I would expect to see more with Sabine and Hera and even Jason Sindula and yeah, you know. I Chopper. mean, there, do you do you think do you think that we'll hear uh, if we're if we're doing the audio for flashbacks? Do you think we'll get Hayden Christensen doing the voice? Oh, absolutely. Or do you think we'll get? Or do you think we'll get Matt Lanter? I think we'll get Hayden Christensen uh, and <laughs> Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, Christensen doing is the doing flashback the flashback voice. voices. Yeah. 
yeah. and he's and he's channeling a little bit of Latner in in uh, <laughs> yeah in yeah the, totally recording yeah yeah um, but you know they're gonna have to do some sort of flashback because you're gonna have to catch you're gonna have to allow the story to to be understood by casual fans that have never seen the animation so this is if this yeah. is your first time you know uh experiencing Ahsoka, the, the ghost crew right you know, then you're gonna yeah. have to have some sort of explanation to kind of recap and i think you know um what was it was it uh the beginning the very beginning of the obi-wan show i mean they did a good job of kind of rehashing you know everything that we know about uh you know rehashing the prequels there um so that, mm -hmm. that was kind of a good job so they're gonna have to do it again um yeah we'll see yeah, no, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how much they um, they they pick up with any of the you know older material. Yeah. Uh, so that that leaves them a lot of room to work with. It's there's true. A good question. Yeah, there's a good question in the chat regarding. Yeah. You'll think we'll see Kanan uh, in flashbacks. Kanan. I would love that. Mm. I would love to see Pr Freddie Prince Jr. show up and do. That some would be a hell of a camp. Yeah. That would be a hell of a camp. I think he's. I, I think he's done with Star Wars really yeah. all right yeah he's he's said so he's um now i mean he's been bitter about certain things we we also never expected that. that we'd see you know harrison ford coming back and doing another indiana jones movie and here we are well harrison ford is broke uh, so <laughs> well i've always known that they were i mean indiana jones was supposed to be like when they first thought of the concept it was supposed to be five movies yeah. Um, so I, I, I always expected, even after Crystal Skull, I always expected them to at least talk about a fifth Another movie. One. And I and, you know, obviously George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, Spielberg were still kind of attached. There were some things that were happening that kind of, uh, you know, they lost interest. But um, I, I, I still expected for to, to do one more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, who I, knows? I, it, I don't know. The mouse has money. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> kinda... and money it, changes hearts. It can't. I don't. I, I mean, don't know any of the drama between Freddie Prince. So I, I would think he would come back, but that's just me. I mean, yeah. Ahmad Best came back, and I feel like he had yeah. some. I yeah, mean, but Ahmed Best has been more active. You know, post uh, across uh, the uh, whole. Right. That's true. He, he's uh, been a lot more active, and you know true. his 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 section of the fandom is more family based because of the game show that he was doing. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, which is still amazing. I love that. Sure, that's actually a thing. Yeah. Um. So, what are you guys' expectations on Thrawn? Do you think we're going to see him a lot this season, or is it going to be kind of one of those end of series premieres? Phil, let's start with you. I'm. We're we're getting his voice actor back to play him in live action. We're we're setting him up as the big bad guy of basically the entire Filoni universe. The Mandoverse. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and all of its connected bits. I mean, even at, at this point, everything that started in Clone Wars now is still building up to Thrawn. Um I want to see more of him than I think we will. <laughs> uh, and his fist. <laughs> he only has one. <laughs> one hand. Listen, okay? <laughs> That's an easy thing to mess up, all right, guys? No, it is. It is. It is. 
It's it's also a Zon series. It's just you know. I've been saying Hand of Thrawn since we first started doing this trilogy, <laughs> Phil. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> uh, you're 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 up on this like top of this tree, right? I'm sitting down there with a hatchet, just going. Oh my God. You waited till the last command to <laughs> knock it down. Jeez. Small. He had a small axe. Seriously. Well, Ro, what about you? What are your expectations on Thrawn? You think he's going to show up a lot or a little? You know, I think uh, I think he's going to show up a little, and I think the bulk of his um, appearance will probably be relegated towards the end of the season. Um, I think there might be, um, you know, because all the, all of this is kind of gearing up for the Mando, you know, the Mandoverse uh, movie event of the century, et cetera, et cetera, is how it goes. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of thinking that Thrawn will obviously will have, um, you know, implications with the story, but it it does seem like the these other two ex-Jedi, ex-Patriots will be a little bit more of a driving force for the ghost crew. Um, and, you know, but, and then we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, are they also looking for Thrawn? Are they looking for Thrawn, you know, because the, they want to, uh, you know, exact revenge uh, for something. Uh, for Lothal. Right. For, for... Um, so there might be, you know, two adversaries in, in this series. And, um and you know that that'll be cool too Ooh, i like this andrew asks what could be the craziest cameo that we could see or most unexpected cameo phil let's start with you what do you think man i what's our um our pilot our uh x-wing uh Wedge? captain from uh no no uh the one from uh mando uh, who's hanging out with Zeb? Oh, um, uh, the actor, uh, bitter, a the, bitter Asian dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, What's his name? That's his uh, Twitter handle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. It, it is. That's that's actually. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carson Tiva. Oh, right. there it is. Yeah. Uh, I would I would love to see him show up sure. and bring and bring Zeb in. Mm. Yes, because if they're if they're hanging out if they're at the base hanging out together, then they yeah. I yeah. I would actually love to see uh, Carson Tiva. I I don't know that that's super crazy, right? Not super unexpected. Yeah. Um, but I think it would just be fun just for an additional uh, connection between those things. It's like hey, uh, Zeb's here now and he brought this other you know X-wing pilot along with him mm -hmm. yeah. remind me what the timeline is of this series uh for, uh, for ahsoka yeah. it's after return uh, of the jedi but before force awaken it's like f seven years after return of the jedi but it, is it it's happening concurrently with the mandalorian season yes I? which was okay. set pretty five much years okay. after return of the jedi right 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 yeah okay what do you think bro what, what would you what would be your most unexpected or craziest cameo? Um, Eli Vanto. Ooh. Okay. Josh why, is like, what? why have I never heard of this? <laughs> that could be fun. Hmm. Who um, is that? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Chit's Ascendancy. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, okay. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, a human who works with uh, Thrawn. 
uh, with Thrawn. Gotcha. You know, we we did get um, a little bit of the uh, uh, the the ex Imperials uh, in the last episode of Mandalorian that mentioned Thrawn and and all that stuff. So Paleon, right? So we we, yeah. we can yeah we get you know all manner of things going on on Coruscant uh, with the um, uh, with former yeah yeah uh, Imperials Parish um, Doctor Parish or is, right. is that his name? And the Mind uh, Flayer, Virgin, which, listen, Virgin I have Virgin. a lot to say about that Mind Flayer here in a little bit. All right? <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah. episode. Um, but it's, it's, it's Dr. Pershing. Pershing, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think Hondo would be the craziest oh, yes. and most unexpected cameo, honestly. I think that would be perfect. Um, it, and it, I would throw something at the yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would be, I, I would be ecstatic yeah. to see Hondo. Back, it would, but I would throw something. At live the action Hondo. When? I mean, get Jim Cummings. Just be like, hey man, yep. uh, you just put a mask you on. Play old man Hondo. Yeah, yeah, you just, you just put some. <laughs> I, I could see him doing it. Yeah. And it, <sighs> honestly, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the worst cameo, that's for sure. And with Mandalorian right. season three introducing pirates, I feel like. Hondo yeah. could could really really make an appearance. It would fit, yeah. Or a uh, stapler guy from the first season of Oh yeah, Book, from Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> the guy that's in Office Space or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. Um, Jack Black. <laughs> please no. Yes. Please no. no. Jack Black and Lizzo. No. It's coming no, back, I'm man. Good. See, and I think I think Mandalorian <laughs> season three did a lot of setting up. For a lot more setting up for Ahsoka and the Thrawn trilogy than yeah, there's a couple things realize. in there. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you think we'll go back to Tatooine? <laughs> the sands of Tatooine. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> knowing sure, why not? <laughs> oh my God, knowing Filoni, holy Filoni. You know, it's, it's it's funny. I don't understand the hate that Tatooine gets it's like you know it's they, just so much show, you, it, you, it's, yeah it's like oh my god we're back on Tatooine what the hell I'm like yeah but that's where it all started I it's like going home it is, it is where it all started I think just the idea of what's supposed to be a backwater planet right suddenly becoming more, more important in the universe right. than I'd know, rather go to Jakku honestly <laughs> If we're gonna you go to a what? desert I'm, planet, I'm good. as long as we're <laughs> filming in Tunisia. Um, but I do think we're gonna hit up Mount Tantus. That is a a good observation. I think um, would be good playing around with uh, cloning facilities and things. Yep. And with that, I mean, we're gonna see live action Lothal. That's already in the trailers. There's there's yeah, so what, many what's, different what's left of it and right. space Stonehenge. <laughs> uh, yes. Space. Are there any planets or locations that you guys would like to see that maybe we haven't seen in live action yet? Ro, let's start with you. No. Not even you know, Dathomir. You know, I'm good with with whatever planets they show us. I think uh you know, they they do they do a good job. I think uh, right. I think I'm good. <laughs> I I think I think Dathomir is a, a good possibility. <laughs> yeah. Um just I, tying in the night sisters and things because the magistrate is a night sister yeah, yeah. I, that's a good theory too so, I, mean, I mean i i think that's a possibility <laughs> yeah um 
Oh, this is a fun one. Doesn't have a lot to do with the Soka, <laughs> but when Kathleen you know Kennedy no, leaves, who should replace her? You mean when Kathleen Kennedy gets fired, who should replace her? Uh, for the seventeenth uh, time? I, yeah, I, you know, I would say Filoni, because Favreau is just in it to help Filoni uh, make this Mandoverse, whereas Filoni is like George Lucas Jr. I feel mm-hmm. like Filoni would be the best person to take over. Yeah, but the only thing is that, you know, Filoni is good hands-on, and what Kathleen Kennedy does is more, um, I was going to use the word administrative, but that's not really the case. I think her job is really to, you know, wrangle the talent and make sure that everybody under her is doing what they need to be doing. Um, yeah, but Filoni can hire Fil- someone under him to make sure that everyone yeah, below them. Yeah, but that, that would be kind of like a waste of, of, of resources, I, w- I would think. All right. I think all right. <laughs> let's let's take a trip to Bothawui. Where? Let's let's go see the Bothan homeworld. Oh. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Huh. Let's let's see some Bothans in live action. Let's just go back to Canto Bite. Have we... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have we no, ever seen we're, Bothans in just, live action? We're just having a whole we could do we could do an entire like uh James Bond style spy thriller just sure. set in canto bite <laughs> yeah mm. no i'm good i'm good calrissian lando calrissian i gotta oh keep using God. that josh i'm good i'm good <laughs> <laughs> that's fine it's yours you can have it um but okay so dathomir i was talking about dathomir yeah dathomir could be good i think Might that be would a be a really fun we've seen it in so many different we've seen it in clone wars we've seen it in rebels and uh video games why not live action now i mean it's a pretty popular planet right mm-hmm. when's the last time we got a feloni animated show what was uh what was the last <laughs> would you count it's, resistance it's been a while right resistance no he he, he i don't, I don't think, think he, he, did he, that, he had he didn't have a uh, a direct hand in resistance but it had to have been um, rebels it's, then it's, it, it it has been a long time yeah. well 2018 so it's almost like we're forgetting bad Fel- batch yeah a little bit of bad batch uh, um it's almost like we're forgetting feloni's um creative shenanigans when it comes <laughs> to telling us these stories i think um you know obviously we were well vested in clone wars and, and rebels and stuff like that but there is a certain way that he tells stories that is uh, very rewarding. Um, he'll set something up, you know, on Monday and he'll reveal it on Tuesday and by Thursday, everybody's happy. So I think um, I think it's uh, I think he's going to be doing the same thing with with Ahsoka, with the series, um, because like you said, you know, there's already been some little tidbits kind of introduced into uh, the, especially the last season of Mandalorian. Um, so I think uh, I think we're going to be, you know, as much as we've seen, I think we're still going to be surprised, and um, it should be kind of a good slate. I've seen some of the uh, names of the people that are directing some of these episodes, and That's uh, something I wanted list. to get into actually. Yeah, I read um, your mind. <clears throat> yeah, so. <laughs> I'm force sensitive. My high, my midichlorian, midichlorian yeah. count is rather high. <laughs> I have that pulled up right now, actually. Um, Rose midichlorian count? No. Nice. I mean, public I know you can not, find yeah, anything on the internet. Yeah. No, but uh, the directors of these episodes. 
um, it's it's kind of crazy actually because there's only I think there's so there's eight episodes and six different directors. Dave Filoni directed episodes one and five. Steph Green directed episodes two and three. And then you have uh, Rick F- uh, Famuia. I can never pronounce Famuia. Thank you. Um, but he's been involved. Who, who, you... He's been involved in Star Wars a couple times. Um, he's done. He's done Mando episodes uh, and Boba and Fett episodes. He did. Yeah, yeah. He's good. And then uh, he's a good director. There was one other director out of Jennifer Getzinger, Gita Patel, and Peter Ramsey. One of those directors is has done Star Wars before, but the other ones have not done any Star Wars. Um, so I I love the fact that they give people chances to direct these shows. You know what I mean? I think who was it? Was it Peter Ramsey that? All he's really done is like storyboards for stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean he's he's wor- he directed Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and Rise of the Guardians, which are both really good movies. But like for the most part, he has been in the art department for all of the products or things that he's been involved in. So it's really cool to see. Like I mean, Star Wars is such a huge franchise for Filoni and company to give these directors these small-time directors a chance to direct something that is going to be very scrutinized is kind of cool i think um yeah. and they've they've been for for i guess for lack of better words the directors that they've chosen have been fantastic um yeah. for all for everything obi-wan kenobi uh, mandalorian season 1 2 and 3 Andor. i mean andor they 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 all have Directors that have been involved in directing for a long time and then directors that have not really done it for, you know, as long of a time. So I'm definitely interested to see how Ahsoka plays out um, with these new directors. And especially because Filoni's doing episode one and five. You would think Mm -hmm. that the holy Filoni, hallowed be thy name, shout out to Tim from SFF Podcast because I, <laughs> that's, that's what he says. Um, but you would think that Filoni would do, you know, the best episodes, right? Like the season finale or the I think he's wanting to pick. One. I think he's wanting to pick points that are going to be major turning points for the series. I, I think he's wanting to hit with that initial episode so that he kind of sets the tone for the whole thing and then sets us up for a big pivot mm. uh a big surprise point at some point in that fifth episode yeah because it, it, we're looking at what an eight episode season yeah. yeah yeah so and technically seven because they're releasing the first two episodes the first two come sure. out at the same time yeah. yeah um so we're getting a seven week release cycle yeah uh, but yeah, no, I, I stand by that though, that he's probably got a major story point that's going to hit in episode five that he wants to handle. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. You know, and as far as directors, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think uh, you know they gave um, the guy that uh, that did the music for Rogue One, Michael Giancino, Giancano. Um, Gio, he directed. Gio, is it Is it? No, so something like that. <laughs> no, but you know he directed the uh, the Marvel um, that special on Halloween. Uh, uh, oh, the werewolf uh, one. Gitchino. Yeah, the the werewolf one, and werewolf he did a fantastic yeah. oh, job. Werewolf it was great, Yeah, it was great. 
so much fun. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, I need to go back and rewatch. You that should, one. yeah. And That's, I and I hope they do another another you know another, another chapter, chapter or something. We got we got Man Thing, All right? Yeah, in yeah. live action, that was totally surreal. cool. Totally cool. Right. Um, um, yeah, no, he's 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 uh, he's a solid composer too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I and and it's nice. I love seeing. Uh, all the notes that the various other composers who have tackled Star Wars projects, all the notes that they've taken from the work that John Williams did. Uh, kind of like elaborated just, on know, it. Taking their own track with it. I mean, obviously, things like Mando take way more notes from, you know, uh, Ennio Morricone uh, mm-hmm. with uh, all of the work that he did with like Clint Eastwood, with, with the Spaghetti Westerns, with... Uh, so there's a lot of no, you know nods to that kind of history right. throughout Mando's soundtrack. But. Right. Um, I have one more, just kind of small question to ask before we get into the fun stuff, because man, I have a really fun theory that I just I just wait. Want, we haven't started the fun know? stuff. Damn, I can't no, wait. I, the fun stuff t- to me, like everything else, has been fun, <laughs> but the extra fun stuff is is my personal theories. <laughs> um, but oh. You, you Baldo says hello. Good What's to see up? you. Thanks for coming in. Um, do you think that just the, just the last little kind of question? Do you think we're gonna see Mandalorian or Grogu in this series at all? God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I you know really? I don't I don't mind man I don't I don't mind having Mandalorian we in there. Should. We probably might see him, but I don't know if the story calls had, for it. We had a time skip in Mando. It's true. Uh, between uh, Book of Boba Fett and the beginning of uh, like a good couple years too. Yeah, there was there was like something like two years of of time gap in there that was just kind of glossed over and never really like clarified. Um, it's possible that a good chunk of Ahsoka takes place during that time. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a there's a possibility that we might see uh, Ahsoka pop in to check on Luke. Um, but mm. I think that's more likely than seeing Mando. That's interesting um, and makes sense for sure. I, I don't yeah, I think I, mean, I think Rose right. I, I don't think we actually need Mando or Grogu in this series to. I think there's a lot happening in this series that mm-hmm. if, if you start seeing Mando, it's going to be distracting. I, Exactly. You know, they, with everything, yeah. with everything already happening, with all of the rebels crew coming back, right. that's yeah. I, I just want them to kind of get down to business and tell us that story. Yeah, and uh, you know, leave the the babysitting for Mando. Do you think the Ahsoka story involves Rex or Agent Callus? Oh yeah. Oh, definitely Rex. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I I I have. I have I have no question that we're gonna see Rex. Okay, I mean they did in Rebels they did mention that Rex was in the Battle of Endor, so yeah. he is still alive. I would assume at this point, um, mm-hmm. albeit probably kind of old, but he's still alive. What about Agent Callus? Would you guys be uh, okay seeing him know. show up again? Because last time we saw him, and look. The only reason I know this is because Rebels is super fresh in my mind. I just watched the whole series again <laughs> last week. Um, but at the end of Rebels, um, Zeb shows Callus like where 
the uh, where Zeb's race was relocated. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I think Callus yeah. like stayed around with them or something. Yeah, that's but, a possibility. Yeah, yeah. But I would love to see him. I would. I liked Callus a lot. Um, just his story arc, his character arc in all of Rebels was so much fun. Him mm-hmm. from going from that that asshole that you just wanted his star destroyer to blow up so bad <laughs> to the guy that you are you're like, oh my god, save him, make sure he yeah. lives. You know, it was it was really fun watching his story go. So it'd be it was a great yeah, it was a great it was uh, a arc. redemption arc for yeah, that character. Yeah. Uh, that's and isn't isn't that what Star Wars is all about? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's about redemption arcs, don't you think? Lots of lots of good redemption arcs. Um, which leads me to my next thing, <laughs> which this is. I'll start because I know everyone's got their own little theories and predictions <laughs> for this show. Okay, and Rose already mm-hmm. seen apparently the spoiler of of who the Inquisitor is, um, but I have been. Like carrying this flag with me everywhere I go, uh, I have started some online fights and and done some things um, that I. And you know, when was it again that your Facebook account? <laughs> <laughs> Shortly yeah. after I posted this theory, actually. Um, <laughs> but I, I really think that Ezra is gonna end up being this new Inquisitor, this Merrick. This guy that, uh, you know, and I think, I just think that because it makes a lot of sense. Um, if we're going to go onto a redemption arc, if we're going to talk about bringing someone home, bringing someone back to their family, what better character than Ezra to do that with? They're on the search for Ezra, right? So... Oh, is that about better than Ezra? <laughs> oh my God! Get get out! <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's there's a lot of reasons I, I think this. One of them being at the very end of Rebels, Ezra disappears with Thrawn. He, you know, the Purgles take them to the unknown regions, and we have no idea what happened. So, obviously, my mind goes to different places, and I feel like. Ezra was on a Star Destroyer with hundreds, if not thousands, of Imperials. There's no way he's going to get away from that. Once the Purgles dropped them off, and wherever they dropped them off at, Thrawn's going to capture Ezra easily. Like, it's not going to be hard. Because he's... Because he's Thrawn, and he's got an army on on his Star Destroyer to do it, and probably a big. I, I, I was just gonna go with better than Ezra again. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um. So so anyway, like that being said, knowing that if that Thrawn could capture Ezra, there is quite the possibility that after what is this 13 14 15 years after he disappears sometime sometime a long time um to be with each other and Thrawn and Ezra obviously would be at odds right now my my whole theory is that the Thrawn used a mind flare on Ezra that basically he warped his puny little Jedi mind into 
his, you know, Thrawn molded him into whatever he wanted, which would be an Inquisitor. Because mm-hmm. the last thing that Thrawn knew of that hunted Jedi was Inquisitors. Um, if they went out into unknown regions and they didn't know what happened to Emperor Palpatine and they were kept in the dark from the war. You, you know what I mean? It, it makes sense in my head, okay? I, I have one, one qualm with that. Go on. And it's not with it's not with Ezra being the Inquisitor. It's not about any, that aspect. It's just the idea that Thrawn would be that disconnected from any kind of information source for that long. But it depends on how far out in the unknown unknown regions they go, right? Oh yeah, and and who else came after them? And if it's just them trapped, and and here's the other thing: Ezra has that connection with Purgles. So if Thrawn is trying to get back to the original galaxy and he can't communicate with Purgles by any means, then he's going to try and use Ezra in any means necessary to get those Purgles back, to take them back to the galaxy. Which Yeah, I mean, if, if the Purgles, if it comes to the point where the Purgles are his only way back. Right. Which no wonder they're dropping. No, I mean, no wonder they're dropping the first two episodes because they have a lot of explaining to do with casual, in a very fans. short yeah. time frame. Yeah, um, but we've also seen, you know, hints throughout, um, especially in the most recent <clears throat> few episodes of Mando. Yeah. We we know that you know there's somebody reaching out to Thrawn. So there there's some. But but we don't know how long that's been going on. We don't know how long he's been back. Right. Well, and... <sighs> how long was he in the Unknown Regions? When did he get back? And And you're right. There's so much explaining to do. But at the same time, there's... You know, when you look at the old books from the, the early 90s, the old Thrawn books, the first expanded universe books, Thrawn showed up out of nowhere. You know, he he just kind of showed up and had this imperial army behind him and was looking to restore the empire. So, in a way, they they don't have to explain a lot of it. They can probably get away with just like, yeah, he's back. If you want to know about him, go to Rebels. But we'll give you a book yes, later on back. to read about how he actually back came back. Again. Either way, I... I I think that Ezra is going to be this this Inquisitor because it's going to give the Ghost crew slash Ahsoka um, an adversary to bring back to the light. It's going to be someone mm-hmm. to to bring back home, basically, and that's the whole the whole point of of Rebels season five. I would and say if, is bringing Ezra home, right? And if they have, if Ahsoka has heard from. Force Ghost Anakin at this point. Maybe now she knows that it's possible to bring someone back. Yeah, right. that's a good point. To 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 bring a Sith back uh, after whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if if you know she learns from either from Luke uh, or from Force Ghost Anakin or both. Mm-hmm. Um, how that went down and how uh, Anakin was redeemed, that might give her hope, uh, well, might give her a reason reason, to give the ghost crew hope. Mm -hmm. Right. But, I mean, we're also seeing 
Sabine has Ezra's lightsaber still. No, no. That's, Sabine, a whole, that's, another, that's a whole other can of worms. Sabine doesn't have yeah. his lightsaber, and I, I know that for a fact because I just watched Rebels. And on that last yeah. episode of Rebels, when Ezra goes and surrenders to Thrawn on his ship, they take his lightsaber and his gun. So that lightsaber uh, is on the Imperial Star Destroyer. That's where it ended up. Yeah. Okay. Um, if anything, she made her own it. lightsaber to mimic his. Um, and when I was at Comic Con in July, that's a po- that's the lightsaber a that I saw on display was similar, but was, but different at the same time. Okay, that that would explain that would explain the similarity in the de- in the design, though. If she based her own yeah, build yeah. off of Ezra's, okay. So no, that 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 tracks. To, to just kind of go back though, and I know people have. I've been getting a lot of shit online about about this theory, and I get it. Um, but I gotta Save say, man, receipt. I and I have that mind flare was not introduced in Mandalorian for no reason. Like that episode was such a throwaway episode, other than the fact that they're like, "Here's this device that the Empire used for a really long time to warp people's minds and indoctrinate them into the Empire." I'm very convinced that Ezra's going to be that Inquisitor and that he's working with Thrawn not because he chose to, but because he was maybe forced to. And look, maybe he's a clone. Maybe they found a way to clone Ezra and they put him in that Inquisitor mask to... Now you're just talking crazy. No, yeah, am I though? I mean, Snoke was cloned, right? (laughs) Um. At, but at some point in the Star Wars universe, it's going to be easier to tell you who hasn't been. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And, and that kind of leads into my next crazy theory that I kind of just, I don't know. How cool would it be if we found out how uh, Luke's lightsaber got into Maz Kanata's hand? How, how she came to be with it? I, I, think that's, I think that's a little bit, re- I think that might be a little bit of overreach for this series. Sure, but but it would be cool in in this Mandoverse like movie setting because they're gonna do Ahsoka, and I would assume Mandalorian season four, and then the movie or whatever. But in that time frame of all these stories, it would be cool to kind of show how Maz got that lightsaber. Andrew asks, "Do you think Sabine could be force sensitive?" I actually don't think she is force sensitive. Ro, what do you think? I say no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out. I don't think she's necessarily like force wielder level, you know, trainable to be a Jedi. But I think she's gonna have some more of more of an intuition, just kind of the intuition level, um, kind of like Anakin showed uh, in his early piloting skills. I think we could see something like that. I want to see varying levels of force sensitivity. Okay. I, I want to see, I want to see it as much more of a of a spectrum of ability rather than just a yes or like no levels of mutants. Of mm. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, we've got people like you know Luke who are like the Omega level, you know. Sure. Uh, uh, and then you got Broom Boy versus just like yeah. I mean, Nightcrawler. Maybe level, right? maybe just you know maybe. <laughs> Maybe Lando's lightly force sensitive, and that just impacts his luck. Hmm. So now we're getting to Dungeons I, and Dragons, where we're like rolling yes. for. <laughs> yes. You know, fate manipulation. Okay. 
I mean, who knows? There's they they played with a lot of different things in the old EU. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I remember Han trying to find out if he was force sensitive at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Him like messing around, but I don't know. I going back to Rebels and yeah. Sabine trying to train with Kanan and Ezra and stuff. I just don't. I don't think she's got it. I I think she might have right. some really good sword fighting skills and is able to hold her own that way. But I I don't think she's gonna be able to move rocks. Right. Yeah. No, I I don't think she'll be like telekinetic level. I don't. I, I don't. But I like that different levels of force wielder though. Yeah, like a just almost like the Spidey sense kind of level of intuition, just to be like duck at the right time kind of things you know yeah i know i like that what's the difference between that and having the force to be able to see the rock coming to tell you to duck uh, nothing that it's just yeah. a different way of phrasing it basically <laughs> yeah uh, but but you wouldn't you wouldn't be you know able to throw the rock without touching it yeah like like luke can or even Ray can move an entire cave system of rocks, uh, mm-hmm. but Sabine can only focus on one rock at a time. Is that that kind of what we're looking at here? I, like, I, I don't even know if I did. I don't even know if I'd go that far. I, I, I think if 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 as we've been told all along that the Force surrounds uh, all of us. Right. That, that it's all, you know, all of life being encompassed, all of life within the galaxy, because, you know, we're not getting into the Yuuzhan Vong. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think it's a possibility. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, she gets queasy around the Salamiri, not, you know, full-on right. nullification, but just, like, feels something weird. Do you think that's why Ahsoka left her? Because she couldn't use the Force? No. <laughs> <laughs> she abandoned her. Nah, I, I don't think Ahsoka's that kind of person. The other question right. too is like, why is Ahsoka training uh, Sabine and decided not to train Grogu? Because Grogu is way more force. She's he's an omega. He's an omega power <laughs> Jedi. There's no way Ahsoka could train um, that. I think it's a different level of priority. Uh, as far as like being able to stop and train Grogu, but it also could be the time, the timing too, like where yeah. where it was in the Which timeline. Which that's what I mean when I'm saying you know priorities. Like she's got other shit going. Because if this Ahsoka series could be going on before Mandalorian season two, mm-hmm. when yeah. she's trying to I find the magistrate, there, yeah. you know, right. and then she finally finds the magistrate in season two of Mandalorian. But we, yeah, we could start this uh, series, um, you know, after those events. Yeah, oh, and it would have to be before because I, I don't actually don't remember what happens to the magistrate in that episode. I don't remember either. I can't. Re- I don't yeah. think she got arrested or anything. I don't think she got killed either. So right, I, we'll have I think to revisit. She was just disarmed. Yeah, huh? We we'll have to go back watch Mandalorian yeah. again. I guess. Besides uh, Tatooine, I want to see Order sixty six again. Ooh. Yes. Just want to see Just one more time. Yes. Uh, who one was... One more time. Someone was saying that we might see Order 66 
on a Sith level or on the oh from uh, on like the bad end of it where yeah it's like the clones fighting was it in Ahsoka though? What do you mean on a Sith level? No, I, I'm, like, I'm talking like on a, I should have said a clone level. We want to where, see the, the bad guys' perspective. The, yeah, the clones that are trying to kill the Jedi. I can't remember if that was going to be Ahsoka or if it was going to hmm. be like if it was going to be skeleton crew. Skeleton crew, where they showed it like where the clones get Order sixty six and then they have to fight the Jedi. Yeah, that would make sense in skeleton crew. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I did have a, a post in on this page here asking people about their worst fears and favorite predictions of Ahsoka. Um, this is kind of funny. This guy posts, Toby posts, his worst fear would be that Maul survived and the Maul-Ahsoka relationship actually becomes canon. I didn't know that was a thing, <laughs> but cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, this other one, this other, he said this is a, <laughs> another like a, a bad theory, but after spending so much time with Ezra, Thrawn decides to turn to the good side and help the rebels. It's an interesting. I, I don't know that he'll, I don't know that he would turn good, but maybe if we saw again, one of these external threats, like, like the Yuzan Vong. What do they call it in the Chiss ascendancy books? The Glisks oh, or something? Oh the Glicks? Yeah, Maybe, there's yeah. there's a um But there's something that have... that Thrawn is actually like he's he's actually working with the Empire to make sure that the Chiss don't get destroyed by wiped out right, right. by this yeah. person um, thing. So And you know, you uh I I got into trouble by posting um <laughs> oh, a no. question um, asking if we think that Thrawn will be redeemed. Oh. And people were like, redeemed for what? He's not, you know, I mean, he seems to be, he seems to be a hero uh, in his own story. And obviously the motivations of why he is teaming up with the Empire are known to the Uber fans that read the books. And um, casual fans are not aware of why he is present in this galaxy. Uh, and what he's doing so it'll be again it's really going to be interesting it'll come down to how they explain everything in 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 a way that uh obviously casual fans will will get it but then us uber fans will be like okay good that's out of the way now let's get to the yeah <laughs> the meat of things because yeah. yeah it's it'll be interesting to see how all of that plays out yeah oh yeah maybe maybe we'll get a crawl for the first time oh. Oh, in a man. series. Um, yeah. That, that could actually help clear up. It should, yeah. Uh, it could clear up a lot of or, stuff. We definitely uh, need to have a crawl come back. Or they'll probably just... Dateline Coruscant. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they'll do the, the Clone Wars thing. Do the Clone Wars. Uh, I would rather or, see it. Or you know what? They'll, they'll just explain it in Fortnite. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Somehow Ezra returned. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, <clears throat> this has been an amazing <laughs> chat, guys. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about when it comes to Ahsoka and what 
what you think is going to happen or what you're excited about or anything like that? Start with Ro. No, you know, I, I'm I'm excited to have more Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. I think she did fantastic, and obviously the fans did kind of uh, fan cast her and did her favor by, you know, a l- pushing pushing for, for her. her. Yeah, so it's going to be great. I think she's I think she's a fantastic uh, actress, and Ahsoka is obviously a character that um, that a lot of people love, and um, you know, she has been you know, accepted into the star Wars family, um, relatively easily, easily now. So, um, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always looking at the cup half full. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have and, uh, you know, we're going to do our first review, uh, next Saturday, um, with a couple of friends and, uh, I invite everybody to come over and, uh, chat after you, uh, see the two episodes. Nice. Oh yeah. Phil, is there anything else that you're, looking forward to or any other predictions anything like that i i really i got nothing uh as far as like special stuff coming in um i i've been like i said i've been trying to go in fairly clear uh without diving too much back into uh spoiler territory right so ben kind of recapping rebels stuff and just reminding myself of who was where at what point. Right. And that's about it. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I did too. I went back and watched rebels again. I think it was, it was either my fifth or sixth time watching rebels all the way through. Um, and I cannot get enough of that show. And the more I watch of it, the more I'm like, Oh man, this could happen. This could happen. Oh, this could happen. Oh, this is going to be great. So, um, I love that show, and people that haven't watched Rebels definitely need to go check it out. Um, at least maybe check out the essential Rebel Rebels episodes, the season premieres and the season finales, and then the couple in between. Um, but it, it's definitely worth it, and to get caught up with the Ghost crew and who they are and what they're all about, um, it's mm-hmm. it's it's worth the watch. So I did want to mention... Um, Christian here said he was looking forward to flashbacks of Ahsoka and Anakin during the Clone Wars, hoping they show Ahsoka and Luke's first meeting and possibly a never-before-mentioned reunion between her and Obi-Wan on Tatooine. So that would give us Tatooine again, which would be pretty cool. Um, Mm -hmm. But all of those, yes, a a first meeting with Ahsoka and Luke. Fun potential for flashbacks. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think the show, that's that's all the show is, is, is potential right now. Um, I think a lot of us Star Wars fans are holding it on a pedestal right now, going, you better be fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, we got to make sure that we curb our expectations a little bit and let the sure. show flow the way it's supposed to flow and let this story move the way it's supposed to move because... Filoni hasn't let us down yet with Clone Wars, with Rebels, with Mando. He hasn't. Sure. He's done a wonderful job. So um, I can only assume that Ahsoka is going to be the same. It's gonna. It's gonna give us a lot of fun story, a lot of fun action, and and I think it's gonna lead us into an even even uh, bigger story and even funner movie. So. I'm definitely excited. Um, Ro, why don't you let everybody know in the podcast land where they can find you and your podcast? 
Absolutely, podcast land. And actually, I, I want to push uh, my uh, my fellow uh, content creators over at the Red Five Network. If you guys are really interested in in listening to more discussions like this, we are uh, a conglomerate of podcasts and content creators. Uh, you can find all of us. We are about uh, more than 30 or so uh, at bio.link slash red five. Just look for the red five, the big red five, wherever you find your other favorite podcast here on Twitter, on in podcast land all over the place. But uh, we always have uh, great discussions with uh, with like minded folks like yourselves. And uh, we just love all of us. We just love collaborating and uh you know staying geeky yeah hashtag phil. we are red five. Ooh, okay noted <laughs> phil where can people find you and your wonderful face? uh right now most of the time you can still find me on twitter uh at flip rider uh but uh these days i am uh kind of shifting gears and uh setting up space on uh blue sky uh, same username there. Um, and you can always find my blog at uh, swordsoftheancients.com where I'm doing a bunch of book reviews, talking about uh, Renfair pirate life. Uh, and uh, I'm working on a wrap up uh, talking about the uh, Ghost and uh, Amana Marth concert uh, that was in Denver uh, last week nice because that was an amazing show nice. i bet was that with ghost did yeah. ghost play that one yeah nice yeah yeah uh amana marth opened ghost was the main act yeah second time i've gotten to see ghost been uh cool. first time seeing amana marth nice. so that's excellent absolute blast cool and yeah. of course all of those links will be in the show notes of this podcast so if you are listening in podcast land go to the show notes and you can find everything from phil and roe down there and of course um for quest me if you just go to any of your social medias and search quest me podcast you will find us um definitely like and subscribe on youtube as that is where we are the most active as far as live shows um and videos i have my ezra is the inquisitor video up on youtube and all of my fun facts that i do um, i have a, a, a list of star wars fun facts that i have been recording and putting up on youtube as well um so yeah follow us on all those things and be sure to tune in next thursday as we talk about the first two episodes of ahsoka we're gonna have anthony from the sci-fi wise guys come on uh that day and talk with us um, about those two episodes and then of course we have a a cast of characters coming on for this season um jesse from crushy crusher convo uh, Chris, also from Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we have Nick Kremenick. He is a graphic artist that I met at Comic-Con. Super, super cool guy um, and knows his stuff. So I'm excited to have him on. And then, of course, the end of the season, we have Jesse from Open Pike Night and Steve, also known as Sincera, coming on Sinicera. to talk. Um, there's a couple open spots there uh, at the end of the season. So if anyone would like to come on and talk about Ahsoka... Go ahead and hit me up, questmepodcast at gmail.com, and I'll get you booked. Or you can DM me anywhere, any of those social medias. Just send me a DM, be like, hey, yo, I want to come talk about Ahsoka. And I'll be like, hey, yo, this date, and then we'll go from there. So, But I do want to thank you guys 
for coming on and chatting with me today, Phil and Ro. It's always good to have you on the show. Um, and I want to thank everyone that was in the live chat. It was good to see a bunch of new faces out there. I'm thanks, Ro, for bringing those guys in. It was, it was cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, come it was on good back. To have come new faces. On back. Thank you, um, Red Five Network people. Yeah, Amanda, Andrew, and extra extra Star Wars, and we had DJ Red Four. Um, yeah, also all sorts of fun people. Whole bunch of crew so, in there. Thank you guys all for showing up. For anyone else, join us next Thursday for the first two episodes of Soka. So for Quest Me, I have been your host. And I have been a guest here on Quest Me, and that's the Scuttlebutt. And I'm Philip K at Fliprider. And of course my name's Josh. Thank you all for listening to Quest Me. We will talk at you next week. 